Good evening and welcome to Podcast With No Name. Just kidding, it is afternoon. It's just dark enough to be evening. It is, yeah, it's it's almost 6 o'clock. It is almost 6 o'clock. And it got dark around 4, four right? Yeah. yeah, around 4 o'clock. So you look outside and you're like, oh man, I better get ready to go to bed. It's only dinner time? On a dark Seattle evening, two podcasters were sitting around a microphone. It's night? <laughs> well, welcome, and I hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I had a wonderful Thanksgiving. What did you do for Thanksgiving? So we had some friends. Can you hand me that, that real quick? No, the that paper. real quick? What's this, You'll what's see this in a second. Quick. So we had... No, don't look at it. Um, not yet. Uh, we had... Two friends uh, come over. It was a very small little Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. And Jen and I, Jen's my wife, uh, we went all out. We made a six-course dinner. And if you look at what I handed you, open, flip it over. Hang on, let me bring the electric oh candlelight gosh. close so I can We made it. a menu for them. So going down the list, I'm going to read this. Our appetizers. We had fried Brussels sprouts with problem. lemon chive dipping sauce. And then our soup, we had a roasted sweet potato soup with pistachio, orange, and mint salsa. Our salad was a spinach salad with a cranberry pecan and goat cheese topped with raspberry vinaigrette. Our entree for the evening was roasted vegetable quinoa with orange balsamic uh, sauce. Then our main course, here we go. Herb roasted turkey on a bed of southern style mashed potatoes with honey roasted carrots, fresh green beans, and a port cranberry relish. For dessert, we had two desserts. By the way, this is all handmade. Nothing is from a box. From dessert, we had a maple pot de creme flavored with maple brown sugar and a vanilla caramelized pear and ginger tart. Where in the Sam Hill was I at? <laughs> you were with your family. I don't oh, know. Yeah. So was I? That's what we did. We're like, you know, it's Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. We you you eat you and you you know you're thankful for everything. You enjoy family, friends. You just have a good time, and we like hosting. So we wanted to make a good dinner for our guests. That's what we did. That sounds like an amazing dinner. I had turkey. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still ate. That's okay. Sorry for the sounds. I'm drinking coffee at the same time. I need it. I'm really tired today. Yeah, he's he's an addict. He's addicted to coffee. So sorry for the low energy, kids. Hmm. No, it it has been uh, somewhat of a low energy day. Just it's just you know, stormy, and then just today has just been normal. I'm excited for the podcast. This is gonna be a, this is actually gonna be a fun one. Oh great! Oh yes. Even though it's dark, like your soul, my soul is not dark. Sorry, it's foggy. Mm, no, <laughs> it's not foggy either. This one is actually gonna be fun because we get to dive a little bit into the Nolan standard. Oh boy! Yes, we're gonna talk a little bit about. Uh, I feel like whenever there's something involving the Nolan standard. We need to make a song for you. And now for the Nolan Standard. And then some kind of like perfectly like rhythmed music pops up. <laughs> It'd probably be actually like a John Philip Sousa march or something. Gosh. But what we're going to do is, and I thought this would be kind of fun to kind of make these into little segments also, just for fun, is real versus real. Cool. We're going to talk about movie. Okay. Versus, hence, the real, R-E-E-L. Right. Like film real. Film real. Yep. Versus real life. Right. 
R-E-A-L. Yes, real versus R-E-A-L. And congratulations, you can spell that one. That's what I do. Spell that one. S-P-E-L-L space T-H-A-T space T. (laughs) (laughs) Keep going. Yeah. All right, so we are going to talk about super common movie deaths. Cool. Okay. Um, These are ones that Hollywood just loves to flaunt in front of the audience. Okay. And whether or not would they be actually feasible or practical, like, oh, that's an easy way to die, or, oh, yeah, that totally happens. Um, There is one on here that we're going to actually dispute. Okay. Yes, because it did actually happen. Let's pute. Mm, Let's not. Um, First of all, what are your feelings when you go swimming? Like, when when, when you go swimming... Uh, do you? Uh, some people they actually have to see the bottom. If it's a pool, I don't care. Okay. If it's the ocean, that freaks me out. Okay. What about say a river in say uh, Central and or South America or Latin, somewhere in Latin America? Yeah, I'd have to see. You'd have to see the bottom. Yeah. And because movies have made us all afraid of what fish. The one that's the parrot, this for the sh- oh piranhas. The piranhas. Oh, I guess piranhas never really piranhas. crossed my mind, but, but I, you know, well, everybody thinks that you know, whenever you see piranhas, they're just gonna, you know, just right. go into a feeding frenzy and just devour all of your flesh, right. muscle, meat, bone, you know, everything, and just leave the bones just kind of floating down towards yep. the bottom. Um, outside of sharks, piranhas are the most feared fish. I get it. Isn't yeah. that funny? See, what I would fear more, though, is those little fish that sw- swim up your pea stream. That's the one. Oh, like that, the, little, the little worms? The little, the, yep. Yeah. Those yes. are the ones I fear more than piranha. Well, that's why you just don't <laughs> go. When you go to Africa, just don't go swimming in the water. Because <laughs> you know I go there all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, next time you go. Next time I go to Africa. <laughs> so... In Hollywood, we always see, you know, especially in Piranha or Piranha 3D, <laughs> right, yeah. you know, somebody just, or uh, just <laughs> somebody has a, piranha, you know, a bunch of piranhas in a tank and execute someone piranha style. Yep. You know, they just, just ah, devour the flesh, right? And just clouds of blood and screaming and, and then not just bones. That's it? No. Piranhas will actually flee because it's the bigger fish story. So if there's a bigger fish, they will run. Yeah, they, makes sense. Um, there, there has to be uh, a whole bunch of factors to coalesce in order to, for piranhas to actually be 100% dangerous to humans. Um, they, in any normal situation, no, they won't. They just have that reputation. Right. Um, they feed. They do. They can feed in schools, but nothing to the point of where you know, like they start, you know, tiki, taking bites out of you. Like, yo, piranhas, get me out, get me out of here. Yeah. And by the time that they, you know, you might be hurt and bleeding, and you know, chunks taken out of you. Right. But you're not going to be devoured in moments. Uh, Darn. So, you know, and they're already they, they like to attack things that are smaller smaller than them or already dying so if they can see that oh that fish went starting to float belly up they know <laughs> it's not going to defend itself right I'm gonna let's go attack hey frank yeah. let's do this yes and uh, so yeah you know but does do, do, am i endorsing the simple fact yes go swim in piranha infested waters no. Be smart about it. Be smart about it. <laughs> yes, but just know that 
Yes. The podcast with no name endorses swimming with piranhas. Yes. Actually, you know, that's going to be our documentary. Uh, you know, you know, like swimming with piranhas. piranhas. You know, people like to swim with dolphins and whales. That's our and, next video. It's like, yeah, hi, yeah. what the podcast Chavez is now? My leg! Chris Chavez is going ocean swimming with piranhas. Gosh. <laughs> All right. What other... Uh, we're going to talk about another one, but this one has been kind of featured in the final destinations. Uh, I don't know why. There's so many deaths in that I know, movie. right? It, but but this is one where it it's featured a lot. Okay. Um, but this one uh, was kind of prominent in Final Destination. It's getting sliced in half by wire. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, like Ghost Ship. Yes. Which was a neat scene. It was it was an interesting scene. The only good part of that movie. Anyways, but yes, getting sliced. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Yes, you can get cut. You can get cut by wires. Um, but uh, you have to be anything. Anything that is sharp enough, like a wire, to actually slice you in half, like they show in the movies, has to be. So strong, but it has to be sharp enough to be like that razor. Right. Um, you know, get de- you, get, the movies show you getting decapitated. You're riding along, and then all of a sudden, you know, somebody stretches right. that piano but, wire but across the But the, the thing road. about that, too, is I know it can happen, but if it does, I don't think it's... It's like how they depict where it's like, you get cut, it's a clean break, and you're like, yes. oh, oh, and then you just fall in half. Oh, no. It wouldn't there's, be like that. There's nothing clean about it. I mean... Because I know things like that sadly have happened on rides or on like you know a bad amusement park. So wire thin enough to be used as as a, effectively as a razor, like they depict in the movies, would break on impact. I can see that. Yeah. So you know, but um, thicker wire, yes, that will probably decapitate yeah. you, but it's not going to just go. Yeah. You know, right. Pop. It's not going to be a clean cut. It's going to be messy. All. It's going to be hugely messy. Lots of blood, lots of gore. We need to do a video on this and have a wire cut a watermelon or something. Kind of like Mythbusters. Yes, let's do that. We'll do that. Stay tuned, folks. We're going to actually have we're going to have that video. <laughs> What's next? This is fun. Okay, I'm going to use a reference from this one. Okay, go ahead. This one means me. He was pointing at me. Yes, uh, and you'll like this reference. Okay. It's from me, of course. Yes. Hey, but, huh, is it me, or is the world rising? I don't know, but whatever it is, I hate it. Quicksand! Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles, yep. Sheriff Bart and his buddy get yep. stuck into quicksand. That is another myth. Right. Quicksand. Um People do sink in quicksand, but they will sink initially until the density of the sand and water mixture will actually match uh, neutral buoyancy, and then they'll start to float. Interesting. That I did not know. um, There have have been... uh, My experience with quicksand has been Looney Tunes. So my knowledge on quicksand is very limited to Roadrunner and the Mm -hmm. Coyote. So the water will, because what happens, what quicksand is, it's just a mixture of sand and water to the point of where it's almost like mud. Gotcha. And and then the moment you disturb the water, you know, the sand will start to settle. 
and then that's when you start sinking is when you're when it, it just the surface tension can't withstand your, uh, can't hold your body weight gotcha but once everything starts to settle again the water will start to get to the bottom and then the sand will you know start settling again and then it will solidify almost and you will start to float within the quicksand there have been so you know it's just everybody you know sinking and you know oh my gosh and then so what i hear is do you remember never ending story yes so what i hear is artax could have been fine this whole time the horse yeah man um that scene killed me as a kid where where they do die basically is uh they will actually they get stuck in quicksand you'll get stuck in quicksand because you can't move right um so they'll they'll eventually starve to death or die of thirst because they're just stuck but they won't drown right in quicksand if someone's there you can help get them it. out but if you're by yourself you're kind of hosed right right so you're, you're stuck in the mud basically. literally yeah you're hosed as so, a Canadian so as long as anybody's there to rescue you and get you out you'll be fine but you'll starve to death as opposed to getting sucked in underneath and suffocate hmm yeah so you'll actually uh, make but your way back do you, to the surface where do you even find quicksand um there are places where uh, it has it has sandy, of course, right. uh, but but water. Some deserts will actually have quicksand, uh, just because there'll have been maybe a water deposit there, and it's mixed with the sand to the point of up. where it's made that. Uh, jungles will have quicksand. You Detroit, know. Michigan, the murder yeah, capital of the world. Yeah, that's what Jimmy happened to really Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. <laughs> he gets he, he sucked into quicksand. Can you imagine Not that? Really. Well, I don't want to. I mean, you know, getting you know, it's like getting stuck in there, and just like see, I'm, stuck I, I'm claustrophobic, but not like an extreme claustrophobic. Like if an elevator broke down, I'd be fine. But like spelunking, would I couldn't do it. So I couldn't imagine being stuck mm. like that, where I couldn't move my body, or, or I just couldn't. Like that would freak yeah. me out. Well, see, and then that's the that's the thing is the struggling will actually make it worse, right? Because you're weakening yourself, weakening and then yourself, you, yeah. and you're agitating the area to make it happen faster. Correct. Yeah. But you're not going to get you know like. Oh no, they're gone! Oh, you know, like it. the scene in uh, uh, Princess Bride where he dives into the quicksand with the yeah. line and hauls, hauls everybody out. But that no. movie was completely accurate. It, we're we're, we're uh, not gonna. Yeah, we're not. Other than other than other being than Princess Bride, the Dread Pirate Roberts or Wesley, you know, you get don't get sucked into quicksand as you wish. The other one, okay, is uh, being throttled, strangled. Okay. The the on screen stranglings always happen way faster than it would. Creepy. Yes. So, so what do you say is strangulation would take a lot longer to a happen? A lot longer. So basically, what happens, and you know, from a lot of my experience in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, was you feel like you're getting strangled from a chokehold. Yeah. The moment that you, I'm done, and they let go, everything starts to restore itself. Right. And you know, you start to recover. Now, the thing with the movies is, yes, you know, they're being strangled to death so that they die. But if you actually look at movie time versus real time, right? But I think, in, in the sake of that instance for movies, it's just because it's you know you can't film a whole minute scene of somebody being strangled. You kind of have to keep the plot moving. 
That's the only one that I can kind of argue that it should be on okay, this list. Well, may, so maybe they just have it inaccurate for plot points. But but no, it, if the moment that you, if base, based off of the time frame that they spend strangling somebody to death in the movie, the moment you release them, they'll start to recover. Mm-hmm. They might have some damage done to them, absolutely, but they will they will survive. Yes. So while you're strangling someone, pick them up, put them in quicksand, so you can continue <laughs> yeah. strangling them quicksand while they're full in of quicksand. Full of piranhas. <laughs> yeah, at yeah. the end of this, you're just going to mix the entire <laughs> list. Yes, it's going to be that, the worst uh, way to die with a podcast with no name. It's going to be there's uh, the the frog and a bump and a bump and a light and that whole oh, yeah. song, you know. But you put uh, you strangle the person in the quicksand in the in the hole with the piranhas. Yeah. At this point, I wish I could animate because this would be it'd been amazing. That would be funny. What's next? This is fun. All right. So yeah. So Murder. they're going to struggle Murder. a lot more. <laughs> they're going to struggle a lot more too, knowing that their life is slowly leaking right or you're panicking it makes sense yes no one likes to be strangled no well that's going to be uh, Mm -hmm. well we'll leave you out of this uh but you know as far as trying to kill somebody by strangulation it's a much more drawn out also just want to let everyone know murder is wrong and it is a crime (laughs) please do not do any of the things we talk about so remember this this is real versus real (laughs) this happens in the movies Start sleeping with one of those uh, leather neck protectors <laughs> to keep me from getting. You know, strangled. you never hear on the news. Man fell in quicksand today. News at seven. Like you never, <laughs> yeah. you never so hear middle. that. <laughs> yeah. No. Nope. Nor uh, uh, the. Uh, remember that scene in Zoolander? Yeah, I the, saw the, the title of that fight. Yeah. So you know the reason why that worked? Why they had open flame? Right. Yeah. Uh, the other, the uh, very famous Hollywood, uh, I will, I will unalive you scene, mm-hmm. is uh, getting somebody doused in gasoline and flicking a cigarette, a cigarette and then it, um, it's just for theatrics. It is just for theatrics. The interesting thing is if if the cigarette, if the gasoline hasn't reached its flashpoint temperature yet, gasoline can actually put out flame. You know, I want to see that same scene, right? Like, you tie a man to a chair, you put him in gasoline, like, you have this beautiful Quentin Tarantino dialogue, right? Mm-hmm. And then they go to the final part of the scene, and he says that hook, that last line. He flicks a cigarette, nothing happens. That would be perfect. And then he goes, hmm, lights another cigarette, flicks it, nothing happens. Okay. And then he keeps trying, and then finally he goes, whatever, and just shoots him, end of scene. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would I would love that. That would actually be really well, you know. And you know who else would probably be on board with that? Quentin Tarantino himself. Yeah. Because, it, first of all, it's it quirky. Gets, well, that, and it gets the dialogue, and it fits in with his directorial but style. But can you imagine just, like, really good dialogue, like this then, great acting scene, and then that happens, and you're like, well, that's anticlimactic. Yes, yes. <laughs> it would have been, it, then, you know, my last line to that person would be before I shot him, huh. was, it would have been a much better exit had that of work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, cigarettes do burn at hotter temperature than it takes gasoline to ignite. Uh, so, so the cigarettes themselves do burn that hot, but it requires you can't just like touch it and it goes right um, because it requires a flame or a spark to be able to hit the hit the vapor and ignite it. So an ember wouldn't do it. Mm. Uh, 
but so that's you know and they've tried they have tried more than 2000 different attempts to try and get a signal that that definitely sounds like a mythbuster like cuz i remember they did one but can you of, imagine having to go through all those many cigarettes oh god like oh no nope, let's try three quarters length this time you're just going to lighter in some <coughs> hairspray there we go but there's the open flame again right that's funny so yeah, it's it's actually not that easy. It's the gasoline vapors that are the easy stuff to ignite. Gasoline in itself is uh, in its liquid form would be a lot harder to actually light than catching the vapor on fire. <laughs> I want to write that scene now. Do it. That'd be fun. What's the next one? Oh, this is when. So when bad movie franchises go to outer space, you know. They have finally jumped the shark, and there's no other place to go to be so bad as to going to outer space. This is ironic. Reason being, I watched, before you came here, uh-huh. a YouTube video on uh, common misconceptions on space, and this okay. was one of them. How weird. So. But this is this movie we'll, facts. So go, keep we'll, going. we'll talk about this one. So. Um, you remember when you were a kid, you know, and the the science teacher would bring in some some expert or you know a little science show, and they'd have you know jugs of liquid nitrogen, and they'd freeze the bouncy ball, and yep. you'd watch it go thud. Yep. Thud. Yep. Or they'd freeze the rose. Pe- they'd freeze the rose, the rose, and then it showed that how brittle it was, and they could crunk uh, crumble it within their hands, but. Uh, or the balloon, you know, they'd have the, the balloon filled with air, and then it would freeze, and then it would just drop, and it would break. Yep, I totally remember all that. So Hollywood thought that, boy, wouldn't that be great fun to use liquid nitrogen in uh, cinematic death scenes. The, oh, uh, the liquid nitrogen, sorry. I thought you were going somewhere we're gonna else. We're going to talk about space also. Okay. We're going to talk about, we're going to bring that up in a minute. Um, one, of the, one of the most famous scenes of that is Jason X. Oh god! I was talking about a starting to fail franchise. The original movies were wonderful, but once I got to Jason X, they just is is just it was the only thing fun about it was watching Jason because when he became the the cyborg, yeah, that was cool. That was the only cool part of the whole movie. Is now we've got this big cyborg version of Jason that to me that was like the evolution of evil, you know. Now he's an unnatural killer. Now he's an unnatural killer, half cyborg. So it's just, that part was cool, but everything else about the movie was just a turd. Right. A giant, unable to steam because it's in space, turd. <laughs> um, he kills one of the students in this movie by grabbing her, beating, roughing her up a bit, and then shoving her face first into a vat of open liquid nitrogen. Yeah. And she screams. So I remember then, the same thing. And then she freezes. Well, no. You wouldn't die that fast or like that. Or, yes, she would die because it would be freezing her to death and and then, you know, suffocate, you know, basically drowning. Right. But then what he does is smash. Yeah, and, her, and, and it cracks. Cracks and shatters her face off. Well, no. You, can you imagine if that's what a professor did in class? It's mm-hmm. like, can I have a uh, student please come up to the table? Uh, put your hand on this, please. Okay, and I'll put it on the desk. Yeah. So it would be impractical to kill a human being by freezing them in liquid nitrogen because 
it would reduce the, the skin temperature uh, quickly, but it would take a, a significant long time to reduce the internal temperature. So basically, it would freeze her skin off, but not kill her. So she, she, she'd be injured. <laughs> yes. I'm not denying that. So remember, not that we condone. <laughs> Yet again, here at the podcast, Lenone, we do not condone you putting, your, disclaimer. putting your face in do liquid not, nitrogen. Do not try this at home. Because, oh, wow. Not even because Chris is not a professional. Yes. <laughs> oh, maybe we should have let off with that. Uh, don't try this at home. I think we just found the name of the, the title of our episode. Yep, yep, maybe. Um. <laughs> oh gosh, that's just it's just the vivid imagery of you know somebody trying to do this at home. Bad. Sorry, folks. Sorry, sorry. Back on track. Um, oh, what would be? A... I want to talk about that one, but let's talk another goofy one. Okay. Remember, in you know every car chase scene you see, somebody somehow pulls a machine gun out of cinema space. Yeah. And then you know they're they're yeah bang 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 bang, and then all of a sudden they pop back up. Oh look what I found! I found a machine gun in the car that I just borrowed. Yeah. You know, and then just and then they hit the car, and the car blows up. Yep. No, sorry. Even though as it's fun to just suspend disbelief for a moment and watch cars getting destroyed and big explosions, that is just actually not a... Um, probably, something that happens. Well, it's not something that happens unless you're driving a Ford Pinto. You know, so own, so yes, don't drive Ford Pintos or else the bad guys chasing you with machine <laughs> guns will be able to blow your car up. Okay, so there we have that disclaimer also, not our, we're also not condoning the owner the ownership of a Ford, of Ford Pinto, so don't do that. <laughs> um, gas tanks have been made specifically to be as safe as possible. They are armored. They are they're enclosed within everything else, and unless you're firing uh, incendiary rounds into it, regular bullets, standard. Standard rounds that are fired from a gun will not ignite. Or it, it will if you have an adamantium bullet. Now, adamantium can go through just about anything. Oh, yes. Or vibranium bullets. But they're not incendiary, so they won't be, they won't be burning when they go through the gun. No, yeah, good point. So they will rupture it, absolutely. So you'll f- slowly lick all your f- fuel, or it'll destroy ev- the infrastructure of the car, you know, just every, the frame and everything. But yes, you know, not just a quick burst in the gas tank and then... We can test this. <laughs> yes, let's, uh, let's have you drive your Jeep. I'll bring out a couple of my firearms, and we'll see if you burn to death in your car. Maybe not. <laughs> there, see? Like I said, uh, and don't try this at home either. Because <laughs> you'll likely end up on the 5 o'clock news. Uh, yeah, most, uh, and so most bullets, after they've penetrated, um, like standard issue bullets, wouldn't be strong enough to penetrate the gas tank after they've hit through everything else. You'd want an armor-piercing round or armor-piercing and incendiary. So who knows? Um so fear not, unless you're driving a Ford Pinto, you're safe. You're safe from people trying to blow up your car <laughs> by shooting uh, shooting it while you're in it. 
All right. I think you wanted to talk about one of the myths of space. Yes. Because one of the most other common yep. Hollywood deaths is your body getting sucked out into outer space as right. opposed to being blown out. Right. And then you going... Yep. Exploding. Um, so the... Okay, okay, I'm gonna I'm be paraphrasing this yes. because I literally just watched it, so I don't remember all that he said. You just watched. Wait, it. Wait, no, I watched it like 20 minutes ago, but then I watched like two other videos while I was waiting for you. It's been 28 minutes. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Anyways, he says he said uh, your blood would liquefy, mm-hmm. your lungs would pretty much collapse. Um, you, it's there's a bunch of things that happen. Uh, pretty much at once it's not just like you implode right you your your skin obviously starts to i don't want to say degenerate but it kind of it would yeah but i mean he all these things happen in sequence and he says it's obviously the worst way to got to die but like in the movies you don't just explode or you don't just freeze mm-hmm. like all these things happen to your body yes it's the uh, it was the uh, the space guy um chris uh, oh, the NASA, the Chris Hadfield, Hadfield yeah. the astronaut, yeah, such a cool guy, man. Very I love cool. all of his videos, but um, yeah, I was, I it just popped up on YouTube, and I was like, yeah, let's let's watch it. Uh, it's a cool video. We'll watch it at some point. But anyways, yeah. keep going. So, I think you know one of the other ones uh, that is that I'm going to refute, and this will be just a little long episode, guys. So fear that's not. fine. It's fine. We're having way too much fun to cut it short. Um, Another one is you're wearing a bomb suit and somebody shoots. You blow yourself up. Oh yeah! By getting uh, having the bomb shot by a gun. Right. So they shoot. Like if you're holding a bomb and I shoot the bomb in your hand, you explode. Or a, like yes. a, a, a attached to your chest. Attached, or something. Yes. Whatever. So they they hit the get and then you explode. Well. Yes and no, because most bomb designers, as um, unscrupulous as they are, are they don't want the bomb to go off prematurely. So Correct. they're going to be as safe as they can to ensure that the the control of the bomb or the detonation of the bomb is so controlled that nothing is going to happen until they want it to happen. Um, but let's. We're going to take a step into real life now. Oh, great. And there was a fellow. It was uh, a, I believe he was a Canadian sniper or British Special Services. And he saw a suicide bomber with a bunch of other fellows getting into a helicopter. And they were starting to leave. Guess what he did? He shot the bomb and it exploded. So it did work. It did work. But do you know why? Bullet? Because... He actually shot the detonation switch. It was a toggle switch, and he made such a perfect shot that, that, it, just, that it engaged the toggle switch, and it blew him up. So, What good aim on that one. That's insane. Right? How cool is that? So, um, I, let me see if I can find the actual... Uh, the actual fellow that did that, so we can. I was, make like, sure. say, I was gonna say, don't play the video. No, I'm not gonna play the video. No. <laughs> it's like yet again, we don't condone sniping uh, trigger bullets. <laughs> trigger bullets. That makes no sense. Detonations. Detonators. Yes. Where am I? <laughs> so it was. Uh, 
Yeah, it was British Special Air Service and an 800-meter shot. He fired through a window to put a bullet through the terrorist's vest, and it caused the explosion. So basically... Uh, and, like, it's like Xbox level right, right? there. Um, they figured that he was able to hit the manual uh, engager for the detonator. That's smart. And, yep. Nice crack shot. But now for the piece de resistance, the most common movie death. And that is... It happened to... Uh, it happened to Terminator. Okay. It happened to Gollum. Lava. Yes. You know, them being able to slowly sink into the pit, you know, Gollum but, slowly sinking into Mount Doom. But Dune. Arnold gave the thumbs up as he was yeah. lowering. Well, mm, mm. all right. Sorry, pal. No, I hate to burst your bubble. Um, but it is indeed... Uh, what happens is that, that that fluid is too viscous for you to sink. Viscous. It's too thick. I know. I just that's a, that's a nice viscous. word. That's the word of the. Episode. So basically, what would happen in the hot lava or the molten steel before you you, you would actually float for a bit, and then you'd as you caught on fire and started burning to death <laughs> in having a most horrifying uh, death experience. You would then start being absorbed by the material as opposed to just sinking in it. So, lowering Terminator into the molten steel, no, he would have caught fire and started melting before he would had all been lowered in. Gollum would have caught fire and, and Frodo would have been laughing at him the entire <laughs> time. Or actually, no, Frodo wouldn't. He would have been scrambling for the ring, but Sam would have been laughing at Gollum burning to death on top of the lava. So, it ain't like it is in the movies. You it, and and that temperature is so hot that you would actually you would be you would die of first of all heat exposure. You all of the air would be sucked out of your lungs just because of the intense heat. You would suffocate, and then you would be burning alive because the temperature would be so hot that you would actually turn uh, almost could almost incandesce. And you yourself would be turned into a human glow plug. Oh, gosh. Yeah, before uh, before you sank. Well, that wouldn't be very... Uh, but it's not very cinematic. Right, it's very yeah. cinematic. It's like Gollum falls, he goes, ah! And that's the end of the movie. <laughs> you know, it would be much more drawn out. You'd be like, ah! And they'd be like, you dead yet? <laughs> oh, and thanks for the ring. Yeah. yeah, Frodo would have had time to have gone and grabbed the ring before it fell in. Yeah, that's a very common. So let's 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 recap while we close this episode. Don't try any of this at home. So don't fall into quicksand that's full of lava mm-hmm. that has lava piranhas. Um, at the same time as someone puts liquid nitrogen on your face. Um, <laughs> what else am I missing? Let's see, so let's oh, while you're holding a bomb. Uh, yes. Uh, so and so let's see. So somebody's gonna douse you with gasoline while you're holding a bomb, dropping yep. into liquid nitrogen-filled quicksand. There it is. That has piranhas, <laughs> and then it's gonna be poured in over by hot lava. So don't do any yeah. of those that we just and mentioned. Don't drive a Ford Pinto, and you'll be fine. Yes. And then some. While you're driving in your car, while all of that's happening, somebody's gonna shoot your gas tank. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> you make it out of all that. You get yeah. your car and drive away, and they shoot your gas tank. <laughs> 
So that won't happen unless you're driving a Pinto. And you heard that here, folks. Yes. Uh, but thanks for listening, guys, and I uh, hope you that have some. This was a fun one. This it? was a, this was good. This was a so very I think, entertaining. I think we'll do more real, real versus real. This will happen. Cool. Uh, this really wasn't the Nolan standard. This was just the Nolan. This is the Nolan unstandard. Well, but see, I do enjoy a good yeah. c- uh, cinematic death every once in a while. You know what we, we should do next? Hmm. Just talk about all the Sean Bean deaths in movies. Oh, that was another one. Um, get, but wait, there's more. The encore version. Yeah. Beheading. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every uh, most. I know about this one. Most, uh, most all this uh, uh, beheading deaths. It's just like a hot knife through butter. You go, and then boink, 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 off goes their head. Right. Yep. The only time that was ever the case was the guillotine. Right. But that was an Because you were there machine. when the guillotine was just invented, right? Uh, yeah, the Wayback Machine. Yeah. Or, or was I, really? Um, but, but, you know, like the, the swords beheadings or the axe beheadings is just very clean, very quick. And usually it would take a British executioner, you know, the uh, axeman, maybe about two or three good whacks to behead them while they were still alive and screaming and everything. So, you know, it just, how about that? So, don't get beheaded either, because be, it's not as painless. You'll never be the head of a major corporation after after that. But anyways, <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Thanks if this is your listening. first time listening, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. And Facebook and Instagram. That's right. Uh, on Instagram, it's the podcast of no name, underscores instead of spaces. And yet again, I am one of your lovely hosts, Christopher Chavis. And I'm the other lovely co-host, Nolan Mulray. And remember, stay safe and don't do anything as we ju- uh, just mentioned. And don't drive a Ford Pinto. Yeah, no Ford Pintos.